The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. The pharmacy chain CVS partnered with the state last week to administer COVID-19 vaccines, but when they started registering Virginians earlier than expected, many were confused. To clear things up, public health officials got on the phone yesterday with reporters, including our own Alan Rodriguez Espinoza. The original plan was for CVS to vaccinate people 65 and older who were already registered through the Virginia Department of Health, helping the state deal with increasing demand. But Dr. Danny Avula, who oversees the state's vaccination efforts, says the pharmacy's registration platform did not match Virginia's, and CVS ended up taking patients that were not already on the VDH waitlist. So now, Avula says CVS will see anyone over 65, even if they're not pre-registered with VDH. While it's not ideal, he says the silver lining is that CVS will still bring 26,000 extra doses to Virginia every week from the federal stockpile. The pharmacy's vaccinations will begin on Friday. Alan Rodriguez Espinosa, VPM News. Richmond Public Schools Superintendent Jason Camrus says they're planning to meet the state's mid-March deadline to offer in-person instruction. But as Roberta Roll Dan reports, Camrus outlined his concerns with the timeline at a press conference this afternoon. Governor Ralph Northam issued guidance to school districts last Friday, saying they should have an in-person learning option by March 15th. But Superintendent Camrus says school facilities aren't yet ready for in-person instruction. They're finishing up bathroom and air quality renovations. He also says most teachers haven't even gotten their first dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. Only about a third of our staff, and that's mostly uh, frontline workers, nutrition workers, transportation team, um, have received their first dose, um, not even their second dose yet. Originally, Richmond Public Schools was not planning to open up school buildings until late summer. Even if an in-person option becomes available in March, it's not clear how many families would sign up. A survey ahead of this semester showed more than 60% of RPS families preferred to stay virtual. Roberto Roldan, VPM News. All Chesterfield County teachers and bus drivers will have a chance to get their first COVID-19 vaccinations. In an email to staff Tuesday, Superintendent Merv Doherty says all high school and middle school teachers should receive their doses on Thursday. He added elementary teachers and bus drivers who missed their first shot will have a makeup opportunity soon. Doherty says he anticipates all pre-K through 12th grade teachers, instructional staff, and bus drivers should be fully vaccinated by March 5th. Democrats in the General Assembly are on the way to removing mandatory minimum sentences from Virginia's law books. This is part of a handful of criminal justice reforms they set out to tackle this session. Whitney Evans reports. The Senate passed a bill that would do away with nearly all mandatory minimum sentences, ranging from traffic violations to violent felonies. The House bill strikes mandatory sentences for most drug offenses and lower-level crimes. Reform advocates say mandatory minimums allow prosecutors to pressure defendants into taking plea deals instead of going to trial. The judge's hands are tied and then the power shifts to the prosecutors, really. Margaret Breslow works with several criminal justice reform groups in the state, including Coalition for Justice. 
the need to have uh, decisions made in our courtrooms on a case-by-case basis, and we need fair sentencing. State data shows black people are more likely to be imprisoned for offenses with mandatory penalties. The bills will now move to opposite chambers where the differences will be negotiated before the legislation goes to the governor. Whitney Evans, VPM News. Republican Amanda Chase filed a lawsuit yesterday against her own party. It seeks to prevent Republicans from choosing their next nominee for governor using a convention rather than a primary. The state senator argues large gatherings like conventions will continue to be illegal under current pandemic rules. Republicans on the top state committee voted in December to hold a convention with the idea that it would happen in multiple locations at once. But the party's rules do not currently allow for smaller conventions throughout the state, making it unclear how they'll proceed. Republican Peter Duran announced he's running for governor yesterday. Duran is the former head of the Center for European Policy Analysis, a Washington, D.C.-based think tank focused on Central and Eastern Europe. In his first campaign ad, Duran says he spent his career fighting socialism. Democrats have their priorities all wrong. They want to move Virginia left. We need to move Virginia forward, back to school, back to work, back together. Duran and five other GOP candidates are competing for the nomination. A member of the Ku Klux Klan who drove through a crowd of protesters in Henrico last summer has been sentenced to more than three years in prison. The Richmond Times-Dispatch reports that Hanover County resident Harry Rogers pleaded guilty last week to five charges, including assault and hit and run. Rogers was accused of hitting multiple Black Lives Matter protesters with his pickup truck before fleeing toward the AP Hill Monument in Richmond's north side. Upon his arrest, he bragged to police about being a high-ranking member of the KKK. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on Tuesday, February 9th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> 